Performa Nation. Hello, Performa Heroes. Welcome to the Performa Popcast. Uh, we talk about all kinds of stuff. We talk about pop culture. We talk about fitness. We try to inspire you guys. Anyway, welcome. I'm your host, Peter Sirs. And um, you guys, you know, one of the cool things about doing this podcast is uh, I get to meet really cool people um, along with you guys as we're interviewing some of our guests. But also, I get to introduce uh, the listeners to some people that I know personally. So it's a cool mixture of like me getting to know people with you guys. And then also you guys getting to know people that I think is cool. So that I think are cool. I said is, I meant are, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, uh, my guest today is a personal trainer um, in Oklahoma City at Lifetime Fitness. Um, she started her fitness journey a little bit later than every everybody else or than a lot of people in the fitness industry did. She is a mother of two wonderful kids. She's uh, she's had quite the life and we're gonna get to know her. You guys are gonna get to know her. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my guest, Jessica Fick. Hey, Jessica. Hey, everyone. Say hi to Performa Nation. This is being broadcast to millions of people around the world. <laughs> wow, not intimidating at all. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, uh, we're, we're gonna, I'm gonna cut to the chase and we're gonna kind of bounce all over, but um, Jessica, so I know you personally. Um, you are an inspiration, not only to, I mean, you inspire me, but I think that you can be an inspiration to lots of our listeners, especially like the moms that might be at home listening because Jessica, like we mentioned, has, has two children, right? Yes. They are what? 16, 17 and nine, 17 and nine. Okay. And Jessica is, you know, we talked about it, but um, 41 years young, yes? One, yes. Okay, so if, if you just saw Jessica, and I'm sorry, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit, but like if you just saw Jessica, <laughs> you would be like, wow, this, this girl or lady or whatever looks amazing. Like she's in amazing shape. Like it's, it's you, I mean, you, your figure stands out. And then when you get to talking to her, you're like, wait, you're how old? <laughs> right? She's 41 yeah. years old. And then you're like, wait, you have two kids? Okay. So like me, I'm not a mom. You know, we're about the same age, but um, I don't know what it's like to be a mom and to go through what mothers have to go through as far as like reproductive organs and how it <laughs> kind of isn't nice to your body and just all those things, right? Like it, it kind of messes up your body, right? A little bit, yeah. And so, you know, and, and as someone in the fitness industry, I'm sure, like I said, I knew I was gonna ramble, but uh, that's what they pay me for. Uh, as someone in the fitness industry, often, you know, come across people, women, let's say, for example, that are also moms who have kids and maybe they're not in the best of shape that they, you know, anymore, maybe they used to be. And then for some reason they had kids. And so, um, but they look at you and they're like, well, well, shit, she's doing it. So like, mm -hmm. so how did that get, just give me a rundown of like, like I said, I know you started your fitness journey a little bit later than some, but like, where did all that start? And how did you get to where you are right now? Well, to backtrack a little bit, I did okay. work out in my teens and my twenties, you know, I did, I just would go to the gym and I would get on the machines and I'd get on the treadmill and I didn't know half as much as I know now. Um, and honestly, when you're 19, 20, mid twenties, like whatever, you can do whatever you can just move and you're fit. So right. I was fine, but, um, started about 38 when I was nearing 40, I was like, okay, what, what is happening with my life? Like, of course, you know, that's kind of the age when people start reevaluating. Is it? Uh, so I was kind of, Wait, yeah. That, is that the age that people reevaluate things? I mean, I think when you're nearing like any decade, I have friends that are in their late twenties and they're like, I'm going to be 30. What am I doing with my life? And then it's like, okay, I'm going to be 40. You know, it's kind of like a thing, oh, right? I don't know. So I should have like reassessed things you're saying? I think you should have. <laughs> we'll talk about okay. that later. <laughs> no, okay. I'll make a note. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was, you know, sadly... Uh, going through a divorce and I was just not in great shape at all. I was in worse shape ever actually. Really? 
yeah, I, was, I mean, 20 pounds heavier than this, which is not a lot, but I'm 5'3", so yeah. that's significant when you're 5'3". And you weigh um, like like nothing, like 105 pounds yeah. or something. <laughs> I weigh yeah. like 115, Okay. which I think is healthy. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I just, I wanted better. You know, I was like, okay, this is, I need to make some choices here. And that's what I, I tell a lot of my clients and people I meet is like, you have choices, no matter where you're at. No matter what you're going through, you have choices. So I'm like, what are my choices going to be? So I, I got back in the workforce. I'm like, if I'm going to be start working again, because I was getting a divorce, I figured I might as well start working at Lifetime. I don't know how many so people were, that So were you, I'm sorry, Jessica. So were you like a, like a stay-at-home mom up until that point? Yes, I was a stay-at-home homeschooling mom, which is like oh. next level stay-at-home, like, yeah. Yeah. For, for, for both for both of your for both of your kids yeah oh wow how does that work Oklahoma homeschooling I don't know if it really know. is yeah I've I've noticed I've met several people who either were homeschooled or who homeschool their children it's mm -hmm. interesting yeah so um I figured okay I better get back in the workforce I started working at Lifetime okay and reason I chose Lifetime is because it's a huge, I mean, huge facility. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And also I wanted to immerse myself in the health and fitness industry just to help me personally, as well as make money. So I started at the front desk and I tell, I tell people this all the time. I started as a member. I wouldn't come in for like three months because I was so intimidated and felt so out of shape and just almost not worthy to be there, which sounds so sad, but like, I yeah. just, so then I started going and I would sit in my car for like 20, 30 minutes just to like mentally prepare to walk in the place. Really? Yeah. It was like, a, it was a process. Like, so are, you, are you talking like, because like you just felt insecure in like your, your body or like you were intimidated by the people at the gym or? That and that. And also okay. like, I didn't have a plan. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Got it. That's why I do what I do now as a fitness professional. It's like, I want people to have a plan. I want to help them like know what they're doing, feel confident on the fitness floor. I didn't have that. And that's what I think um, makes a lot of people just kind of wary of the gym or just not, it makes them not want to go because they're just like, I don't want to be wandering around, be that fool, like doesn't even know what's happening with, you know, getting in people's way. Not that, it, that you're a fool if you are. <laughs> just of saying. course, yeah. Well, the, what I always, always tell people is like, you know, it's really weird when it comes to fitness, how people just, some people, a lot of people, they just think that they're going to know what to do. Like, okay, well, I'll do these things. And it's like, I mean, maybe you do, but like, think about like anything else. Like if your car broke down or if your heater broke down or like if any of these things happened, you would call a professional to fix whatever thing, right? Yeah. But when it comes to fitness, a lot of times people don't think like, oh, well, let me hire a professional to lead me on this path. They just think that for whatever reason that, the, and, and I get it, like, you know, it can be expensive and whatever, but like, it's just weird how people justify, like I said, you know, I mean, obviously you need heat, you need your car, but like, you also need your body. So like, yeah. what's the difference, right? Absolutely. Yeah, people don't, I don't think they see it the same and I don't, I don't know why, but it's true. It is exactly the same thing. You want somebody to show you how. You're yeah. going to go there and you're going to do stuff and you have goals, but the stuff you're doing doesn't necessarily match your goals. You don't right. really know how to get there. You know, you need a plan. You need a map. You need a something. Yeah. Do. So, yeah. So that was one thing that deterred me from, you know, getting, getting in there and doing what I wanted to do. Uh -huh. um, but I eventually started working the front desk, this front desk girl for a while. And it was fun. I met a lot of people. Um, and then I started working upstairs, um, uh, in the recovery area. We have a recovery area that has like, um, hydro massage and a compression therapy and a chiropractor. So I was kind of manning the desk up there and I was working more closely with the trainers. And then I thought, well, might as well get certified. I was kind of learning more, getting more comfortable. And that was the beginning of 2020. And, um, it, I was, you know, it was, it was slow going. I have two kids. I've got other things going on, but I was trying to get certified. And then here comes COVID 
and we were all on lockdown and sitting at home with my kids. And I'm like, okay, if I don't finish my certification now, then, you know, I mean, I have like nothing going on. So I figured I'm going to get this done. And sure enough, when they hired me back at lifetime, they had not opened the recovery area. So I wouldn't have had a job, like a position to go back to unless I was a trainer and I did get certified and they hired me back as a trainer. So, but I mean, honestly, when I started my journey, I had no intention of leading. I didn't know what I was doing, much less leading, thinking of leading other people, but right. you just kind of so, keep going. So, okay. Um, at what point when you decided that you were going to get certified and everything, had you already lost the weight that you were trying to lose? Yes. Uh huh. But I wasn't where I wanted to be. Okay, so got it. Different things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like lost- you, you lost it, and you're like, okay, I got there, but now I want this too. Like, yeah, I mean, I started I want- with like classes. You know, classes yeah, yeah. are good for losing weight. You do a lot of you know stuff that gets your heart rate up, a lot of cardio, um, and I did. I lost weight, um, but my fitness, I took it to another level when I started to learn how to do things on the fitness floor on my own, because I, I had control or how I sculpted my own body. And that's when, and then my nutrition, of course, that's, you know, that's half the battle. When I got those things down, like I became somebody I never thought that I could be. You're like a machine, Jessica. Now, I mean, yeah, you do. And, uh, I don't know how much of our, I don't know how much our listeners pay attention, but like to me, for example, but like, <laughs> like I work out, you know, I'm working out almost every day. I take a day, I always take a day off, but even on my off days, sometimes I'm doing something active. And then there's some days where I do, you know, two a days for whatever reason. Um, and you're kind of along that same line. Like I'll see you working out in the morning. Like if I'm working out and then I'll see you like later in the evening. And I'm like, she's fucking getting it, man. You know? And it's one of those things where like, I think that normal people don't get it, you know, like they don't, they're like, you know, why do you, you already worked out once. It's like, yeah, but like, I have, like you said, like you weren't where you wanted to be and you, then you made other goals. It's like, I still have things that I'm trying to do. Like, yes, I know I could just be okay with that workout I did earlier, but like, I'm trying to do something else. So like, I'm like, I'm, I mean, if in a way, like you could say, like, I'm obsessed and I feel like you're probably obsessed too. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, but what's, 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 like I said, what's inspiring is the fact that you're doing all this, but still being a mom, obviously too, and working and what, cause like that, like I said, I don't have any kids and I'm definitely not a mom, but like that can't be easy. Cause yeah. you know, there's, you got to pick up your kids. You got to, you know, t- I know your daughter does like horse riding and just like, there's a lot of mom things that need to be done, but yet you're still managed to transform your body to, you know, this sculpture, like a Greek goddess and still doing like, you know what I mean? So like, how do you manage to do all that? Cause I'm sure a lot of people are listening, moms especially like, yeah, how does she do that when she's got two kids and she's a single mom on top of that? Yeah. So I'm going to preface what I'm going to say with the fact that it's not easy and it's never going to be perfect. Just know all moms that are listening, like, just know, like, if you look at me, yeah, and you see me do getting it on the fitness floor and interacting with my kids and yeah, it's, I love all of it, but there's a lot and it's, you know, I try to balance as best I can. It's a juggling act, but the truth is if I didn't do those things for myself at the gym, I would not be as good a mom as I am. Yeah. Uh, my, like it's been, it's become a lifestyle in my home to work out. My son, if you see him, have you seen my son on the, at the gym? I have not. 17 he plays football and he is just getting after it like he's killing it in the gym he he could bench me he's huge i mean a lot of people can bench you jessica you don't wait okay. <laughs> all right i'll use a different example like, he could bench you twice probably he could bench two of you okay fine. I'm, okay so what i'm trying to say is he is no, like it. really crushing his goals and yeah. he's me doing it and he comes home and he's excited to talk to me because he because i know what he's talking about it's something right. that bonds us you know so he's like mom 
I, you know, deadlifted this much today and these are my goals. And I like, for example, I bought him jeans. It was like three weeks ago. Uh-huh. No, maybe a month. And he outgrew that muscle wise. Like his, wow. his got too big in a month. And he's like, mom, look, I can't wear these jeans anymore. He was excited. Of course, I'm like, great. Now I have to buy you new jeans. But <laughs> he was excited. That's crazy. And it's so cool to see that that is something that I can pass on. And they see me, even though they know, my kids know my struggle. You know, they know that being a single mom is hard. And um, it's just, it's cool to have that be our family lifestyle. And yeah. on top of that, I have energy. I have energy to hang out with them, talk to them. I, you know, I get outside. I wasn't like that before. I was miserable. Really? Honestly, like I was, I was, mis- I couldn't go up the stairs without getting winded. <laughs> sorry i don't mean to laugh it's just i can't pick i just can't i'm laughing because i can't picture it you know can you imagine like i can't i'm up you know the stairs at lifetime i'm up and down it's fine by the way i'm just uh, gonna give a shout out uh on this podcast to lifetime i've been to several now around the, the u.s and i know i think they have a couple in canada too somewhere but it's a little you know it's a little bit more expensive than like your standard like $20 gym membership but like if you got the kind of funds to invest I highly recommend at least you check it out it's quite the experience right Absolutely. Uh, come be a guest and just hang out you can have yeah. lunch go to the pool get a workout in yeah they have pools they got I mean and everyone is a little bit different you know like I was I went to the one in Vegas and they didn't have a recovery zone and I was like ah literally the only reason I came here I needed I had a baseball tournament and I wanted to do like the compression and stuff before but anyway um okay so I know right seriously so uh what uh how did you change your eating habits in that like because obviously you know we're about to say I'm I'm a year older than Jessica or not much actually I'm, I'm like a few months older than you but like you know I know that I as I've gotten older there are certain things that I just can't eat anymore and if I'm trying to maybe lean out a little bit, like there's even more things that I can't eat anymore. And, mm. you know, I think there's, there's that, there's that realization that your body is changing, which means that your eating habits have to change a little bit. If you want to continue to like transform your body and, or make any kind of progress. So like, what were the, some of the changes that you had to make? Well, you know, I tell people all the time that um, your nutrition journey is going to be similar to your fitness journey where yeah. it's going to be hard when you're starting, just like starting to exercise. It's awkward. Your body hurts. You're like, I hate this. Um, same thing with eating better. You're just like, oh, but I don't want that. I want to eat this. But, you know, you just stick to it. There's a big hump you kind of have to get over. Uh-huh. And then after that, you start to enjoy it and it becomes it becomes part of you. And so I, and especially as you get older, things affect you more. Like, oh, sugar, yeah. I eat sugar and it'll affect me within 20 minutes. I just like, it's, it's horrible. I feel yeah. terrible. So it's just not worth it when you have goals and you want to, and if you're busy, like you're a busy person, I'm a busy person, we have goals. Um, it's not worth it to feel like crap, yeah. honestly. So that's why you work out. That's why you choose to eat better. It's it becomes less about enjoyment, which oh yes, you should enjoy food, but you start to enjoy different food. You right. start, start to enjoy it for different reasons. Things give me energy. They don't give me that yucky, full feeling where I just want to sit on a couch. It's like a a full, but like all right, let's keep moving. Feeling like I feel good. What what's? Let me ask you a question. So so because for me. I must have done this for 10 years or so, partially because I was poor, but also because it was like the perfect like pre-workout snack for like a long time. But I used to eat either peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter banana sandwiches every day, like every day. And then when I got to like, I don't know, I feel like mid thirties or so, I was like, oh, this makes me feel different. Like I can't, and I don't, I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I had one, but like, I used to eat them every day, sometimes more than once a day. So what's something that you, and I loved it. Like who doesn't love peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and banana? Like what's something that you used to eat? And then once you made the change, like, okay, I can't eat that anymore. I don't eat, I literally don't eat that anymore. 
Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I can tell you that I was addicted to sugar. Okay. Like sweets yeah. in general? Yeah. Any kind of desserts that were in my house, anything that, you know, kids snacks, like it would just call to me. Okay. Um, so sugar is definitely something that is not worth it to me anymore. And honestly, it doesn't even taste that good anymore because my body, my taste buds just aren't used to it. Yeah. So I can see the cookie now that I used to love before. And I'm like, Ooh, it's a lot of sugar. Like, right. it's good. It, it's so weird. And, and, and I know you guys like, you know, Jessica and I are probably, you know, very similar in that, like, we're just like, it is not going to taste as good as my, my abs look. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> but like. I, yeah, like same thing. Like I can't like if I eat like, you know, the big thing, there's a place in Oklahoma City called Crumble and it's like a cookie place. And yes, these cookies are like they're like gourmet designer cookies. But like I just can't I just can't do it, dude. But like people and I just I don't know. I guess it, it's just willpower. Right. That's all it is. Right. And I know you have to know yourself, too. Like I know if I eat a corner of that cookie. I'm going to eat another corner and I'm going to leave and I'm going to come back, make an excuse to go back to the break room. Yeah. And eat another one. And by the end of it, I might've eaten a whole cookie and two cookies. Like, so I just don't start a lot of times if I know that I'm going to like it and I shouldn't be eating it. I just don't even start. And right. that's me. I just know I'm kind of extreme. It has to be all or nothing. Yeah. yeah. No. And I get it. And like I said, I, we're, I think we're a lot alike in that way. Uh, but uh, okay. So, it's not easy being a mom, working towards your thing. Um, what's uh? Let me let me ask you this really quick. What does what do you do for fun? Because you know, it sounds like there's a lot of work in your life. What's something that you just enjoy doing? I love to dabble in photography. Oh, that's right. Yeah in nature especially there's so much beauty in nature and it's it's hard to capture on a camera but I do my best yeah uh, and I just love getting outside and doing that and um just getting together with people that I love I've just being in this industry and working at Lifetime I've met so many amazing people like yourself it's just fun to get together and you know like when you meet people that you enjoy it's yeah yeah so just kind of try to make time for, for adult interaction because I right. you know, kids a lot and get outside. Yeah. That's right, right? The adults can't wait to get rid of the kids, right? I'm <laughs> like, I need, <laughs> I need someone my age to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to talk about, I'm not trying to talk about Lil Baby and Billie Eilish all day long. Like, <laughs> I need to talk about Prince, something else. <laughs> yeah, something mature. What's up? Did you find yourself, obviously you, you guys, uh, actually it, it's probably different because you guys were locked up and you, cause your kids were homeschooled. So what was like, uh, during quarantine, you know, and doing homeschooling, like, like what, cause I know people, obviously so many people across, I know the U S and probably Canada and I, probably wherever else people are listening. I don't know the extent of what, how things were in other places, but the big thing here was like, people had to go to zoom school right? Mm -hmm. Like all the, all the kids were going to Zoom school and most people hated it. Um, <laughs> but with homeschool, like how does that work? So we just kept doing what we were doing. Because yeah, it sounds like it's kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, we were like, okay, well, I guess the rest of Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And go. <laughs> uh, so it was the same, basically, right? Pretty much, except yeah. We couldn't really get out which was hard yeah nobody could get out jessica yeah. there's a <laughs> there's a pandemic <laughs> well, other than that it was okay I mean, okay yeah i guess i mean I, as i was asking it i'm like well it probably wasn't any different because they're homeschooled anyway <laughs> yeah yeah really too bad as far as that was concerned no um okay so what kind of you know i'm i'm sure people are probably wondering so like what kind of workouts do you do? Is it, obviously you said you started taking classes, but then you got comfortable with the gym floor and stuff. So like what, if someone's like, okay, what does Jessica do? I wanna, I wanna do, obviously every workout for everybody is gonna be different because everybody's body's different, but like, what do you do? 
Okay, so I just I love weight training. Uh-huh. I love lifting. I am not a fan of cardio. I do it because it's good for you. Yeah. But, um, I just love to lift, and I my week kind of goes like two upper body days, one very glute focused leg day. Uh huh. I will supplement with some classes like. My cardio is usually in a class because it's easier for me to do it that way than jumping on a treadmill. Yeah. Um, I will throw in maybe one more weight training day just to hit everything one more time if I have time. Um, I try to throw in core two or three times a week. Two or three times? Two or three times. I mean, in, in the summer, I kind of let off a little in the winter. Okay, yeah. Pounds, but... Um, yeah, in the summer, you know, just kind of tack on core at the end of another workout and then same thing yep. with cardio two or three times a week. And then at the very end of the week, I take a barbell strength class at lifetime that it's a full body weight lifting class and it just gets all those muscles one more time. Okay. Uh, different way. So right, I, right. yeah, it's kind of like more reps, lower weight in that uh-huh. class. Or like through the week, I'm doing heavier weights, lower reps. Got it. So have you, were you really in, uh, it, did, did this like love of like lifting come as you became a trainer and kind of learned about everything? Is that kind of where that came from? Or have you always been into like lifting? I've always wanted muscle. Got um, it. But as I learned how to do it and learned new things, it just it really became fun. Like, wow, I never thought to do it that way. Or I wonder what would happen if I tried this. So, you know, we have, you know, what, 23 trainers there and we're all kind of different and specialize in different things and have different levels of knowledge. So it's fun to just pick each other's brains and be like, well, how do you, you know, what do you have for this? Or like, right. whatever. And I do it all the time. I probably annoy people, but I'm like, hey, can you show me, you know, and it's just so fun to learn and then it's yeah, and sculpt your own body like I said earlier it's become a fun thing and I think that's that should be a goal for everyone that starts their fitness journey is to find that sweet spot once they get over the hump of hating it the sweet right. spot is like you hit your goals and you're just maintaining and now it's just fun like how far can I take it what else can I do yes I, and you I'm- fun to push yourself I'm 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 always looking for I mean like you know like I said you and I are probably similar to each other, but different from most people. But like, I'm like, okay, well, I got, I got down to 7% body fat. Now let me, let me train for a marathon or now I'm going to train for, now I'm going to do this program that, you know, Michael Jordan used to do because I know his trainer or let me do, you know what I mean? Just like, I'm always finding ways yeah, to challenge myself. One, just because it's fun. It, it does become fun. Mm-hmm. But two, I just like challenging, like posing these challenges to myself because that's, I don't know, I, I'm really, I just like challenges. Like I've never, I'm not an, you know, I wake up as early as I can to work out and that's also a challenge sometimes, but like, mm-hmm. I just, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, let's ask you some tough but maybe not so tough questions um <laughs> this is a good one um what is your biggest failure and how did you learn from it or what did you learn from it wow i told you i told you <laughs> getting deep now okay um i would say <sighs> marriage uh marriage wait so the failure is that you got married or that you couldn't make like that that you're you're not married anymore uh a little of both (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know it's just I probably jumped into marriage a little quickly which a lot Uh, of people do looking back Uh. hindsight is 2020 um probably not for the best reasons Okay, uh, but you know it's 
I feel like it's marriage for a lot of people is one of those things that you don't know until you know, like you don't know, you can, you think you know a person, you could have right. dated them forever, but until you're married to them, it's just a whole different thing. Yeah. So um, I don't, you know, I would never want to trash my ex or anything like that. I think we both learned a lot and maybe even both jumped in for the wrong reasons. And yeah. What's the wrong reason to get married? Cause obviously I'm not married yet. Uh, so I make sure I don't, <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you the number one mindset that I feel like is a huge red flag when somebody tells me that they want to get married for this reason is that they are at a certain age. I, well, I'm uh, 30 now, so yeah. I should be married. Everybody else is getting married. I have friends starting families and I'm not even, I don't even have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And that was kind of one of the reasons that I, I mean, I was, I turned 30 that year. Oh. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Remember I talked about the decades and like, yeah. How, yeah. I don't know if that happens, doesn't happen to you, but. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, especially women, because we have that internal clock that's like, okay, well, we have this amount of time to have babies and whatever. Right. So I, yeah, that's a bad reason. That's I, I, I agree, dude, but people, and I'm, I'm glad you said it because it's usually like, okay, I'm a comedian. I do podcasting. Like I've always had certain goals that I'm like, okay, once I hit these things, then I'm going to start the next part of my life. Mm -hmm. I've always, I, and, I've, and I've never strayed from that. And people will always, you know, like, I mean, my girlfriend and I have been together for six years, but we have this conversation all the time and she's not in a rush either because we both have things that we just want to do before we do that. Um, but like people will just keep bugging you. Like, oh, you gotta get, I'm like, why do I have to get married? Half the marriages in the country end in divorce, right? Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm on my own timeline and I'm gonna be happy when I finally do because I will have fulfilled the other goals that I set initially. And now I could start this next part of my life. And that's just, I, I know I'm different, but like, I appreciate the fact that you said that because I think there are a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, like, like you said, I'm almost 30, I should be married, or I'm a woman, so I should get married by here because I have to have kids by a certain age. And I mean, for some people, that's true. But, you know, as someone in the fitness industry, uh, I think that in the old days, yes, like women probably had to have kids before a certain age. But with the advances in science and everything, and like learning how to take better care of ourselves, that clock is a little bit longer now, right? Like you can have kids. Everybody's different, obviously, but I don't think there's that like, you gotta have kids by 30 because if not, you know. Yeah. And I think for a lot of women, it has a lot to do with, they just, they know it's going to be harder on their body as they get older. Right. Even able to. Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can, I can hear you. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I kind of didn't want to have any more after 35. Um, and I didn't. But some uh -huh. people, you know, I've had my sister had her first child at 40. I have friends that have had children after 40. And that's fine. And they're, they're yeah. great. They, you know, but um, I mean, everybody just everybody has their timeline, I think. Yeah, I think that's healthy. But if you know, your life strays from that timeline. It's not the end of the world too. You know, you kind of have to learn to pivot. Right. <laughs> Adjust. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I was, if I'm being honest, you know, this podcast, we talk about pop culture a little bit, but like, I thought Jennifer Love Hewitt and I were going to get married like 15 years ago, you know? Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I just, I never, <laughs> it just never happened. So, you know, it's fine, but you know, I'm sure she's happily married now, but you know, things happen, man. If you're listening, Jennifer Love Hewitt, you had a shot, man. Now you probably don't, but it's fine. Yes. Do you know who Jennifer Love Hewitt is? Of course I do. Okay. Scream? Was it she Scream or one of those? <laughs> she was in. I she was in. I know what you did last summer. Oh, that one. That was it. Which is by the same director as Scream. But yeah, that time period. She was also in Can't Hardly Wait. Remember that movie? Yeah. 
and she was in the movie Heartbreakers. She was in Sister Act Two. I mean, I can go on and on. She oh, was in. Can. She was on the Horse Whisperer. She was on that show where she was like a hooker. Um, oh man, what was it called? Ah, oh, it's gonna bother me. But it had like the best billboard. I mean, they they were all over LA, but like it was yeah. her like in like a short shirt with her like kind of cleavage and then she had a short skirt on and I was like oh I'm watching that and then I watched it and it was a piece of shit and I was like I can't even watch this she's so hot but I can't even watch this that's how bad the show is I'm sorry Jennifer Love Hewitt um okay back on track <laughs> um okay who are uh three people that have been the most influential to you three people you don't have to know them either but well, I know this is kind of a typical answer, but my mother. Okay. It's not a typical answer at all. Very few people oh. say mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my mother I mean, is the strongest woman that I know. She has been oh. through it. And that woman always comes out on top. And she is like the rock of our family. Anything, anytime anybody's going through anything, like not the immediate family, but like sister, her sisters are like their kids and like she they're always calling her everybody calls her like she's like the go-to person she's got it all figured out and not everything but I mean like she just I don't know how she does it and it's amazing <laughs> so uh definitely her she uh when I for example when I called her and I was 22 in college I was in college in Kentucky um and she lived in Florida and I was like you, Mom, you went to school in Kentucky for a year, I went to interior design school there, but it was because I got pregnant. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I called my mom and I was like, um, mom, I'm having a baby. She was like, okay, let's, you know, let's just get you back to Florida and we'll, we'll, we'll handle it. And she was just like, I mean, no shame, no nothing. She was like, let's, let's take care of it. I'll, I'll help you. And like, and I knew, I knew she would, and I confidently raised this child because I knew that I had her as my rock where a lot of right. people that age would be scared and would make different choices. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, she's amazing. And then, gosh, uh, I would say my son. Oh, he, uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Um, sorry, Sean, we got, we, we lost her for a second. Uh, so your son, my son came into my life. Obviously I was not ready for any of that, uh -huh. but I was also a little wild in my teens and twenties. Oh, and really? We're not going to talk about it. Don't ask me. Anything. Jessica, come on. I'm telling a story here. <laughs> and, um, so I just, I feel like he really helped me to tone it down in my twenties to like become a better person to like mature, uh, just cause I had somebody else to take care of, you know, he depended on me. So I really kind of got my shit together. And, um, he also really pulled me out of my comfort zone and just made me a better person. Like he's completely different than me, huh. super extroverted, like just, yeah. So he's just been such a blessing in my life. Um, and I just, I know a lot of people, but I can't think of one for a third one. It's okay. Those are two important people. Um, I mean, you could have said me, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's, whatever, it's whatever, dude. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, what is uh, one common myth about your profession that you would like to debunk? Hmm, a myth. Well, I think we kind of touched on it earlier. It's almost like people don't think we're necessary. They think, well, we can figure it out. I mean, there's machines and there's, you know, YouTube and Instagram, you know, whatever. Like we Instagram, Instagram workout models. Ugh. Yeah. But I mean, there's so much more that goes into it that people don't realize when they're watching a video. I get it. Yep. So much more. Um, so it's just, yeah, people think that, you know, we're like obsolete. But there's, until I started learning 
to, you know, actually train other people. I didn't realize how many things you have to think about when you are moving your body and how easily you can hurt yourself Yeah, and not even just hurt yourself, but you know, your body compensates in weird ways when you're not doing things properly. And then eventually you'll start having like weird things happening, like where you're, you know, you're like your back, your lower back starts hurting or in weird times or you're not, I don't know, you're not balanced or I don't know, shoulder issues, whatever. There's things that yeah. happen to your body if you're not doing things properly, especially yeah. with weight. So. so you think, so, so I don't want to speak for you, but the myth is that people don't need trainers. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, are there people that can do it on their own? 100%, obviously. Like, there's always outliers and everything. And maybe they have the knowledge and maybe they, you know, had a background in exercise science or whatever. But, like, it is, like I said, you know, I use the car, you know, mechanic analogy. But you can also use, like, the analogy, like, if you bought, like, a piano, let's say. Like, you had a, a, an, an expensive grand piano, right? but you didn't know how to play it. Like you'd probably also hire someone to show you how to play it. Exactly. Right. Like you, there's just people that that's, that's what their job is, is to do these, you know, whatever, whatever they are, whatever it is. If you go, if, mm -hmm. if you're sick, you go to a doctor, you don't, I mean, well, if you're sick, most people, they go on WebMDB, find out their symptoms, yeah. diagnose, <laughs> diagnose themselves, be like, Oh shit, I have yeah. rectal cancer. Damn it. Like, you know, but yeah, like there's people, if you have, I, and I don't think like, cause obviously, you know, people are listening, like I can't afford a trainer and it's like, okay, I understand that. And I'm not trying to sell anybody personal training, yeah. but you know, I think you and I, everybody can go out and really dial down their finances and look at what they're spending their money on and being like, oh man, do I really need to spend you know, $17.99 a month on Netflix, da, 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 on this, like, or do I need to go to Starbucks and spend $5 every day or every other day? Or do I need a pack of cigarettes? Heaven forbid. Like, you know what I mean? Like there are ways, like people will spend their money on something. It's just a matter of what. What, you can't hear me? I didn't hear that last part. I'm sorry. Oh, I said uh, people, uh, People spend their money on something. It's just a matter of what, you know, exactly. or, or they might have really expensive cars. You know, someone, I remember like I would, I would show people like, okay, 10 personal training sessions is, this is back way back when, but like 10 personal training sessions is $500, right? And then they would look at me and be like, I can't afford that. And then I'm like, you have an Escalade outside and your car payment is $600 a month. Mm -hmm. so you're gonna tell me that you're that escalate is more important than your body yes. right like there's so yes like does it cost money yes but it's an investment in yourself it's an investment in your future like you know and if you really want these goals that you talk that people talk about you know how many people come into you and tell you they want to lose weight and maybe they don't invest in training with you and then you see that person you know four or five months later heaven forbid and they haven't lost that weight right That's and they're like of course it's very common like like i said people can do it on their own but like why not just invest that money and in, into your it's an investment in yourself you know yeah yeah and you know what's a shame also is that everybody's body is different and not yep. the same types of workouts are going to work for everyone. Oh, speak on it, Jessica. You know, like for me, I, before I knew anything about training, I would go to classes, which helped me a little bit. But yes. They were never going to get me to where I am now, ever, ever. And so a trainer can not only help you do things properly, but they find, they help, they'll help, they know how to do things in so many different ways. They will help you find what works for your body. Absolutely. You know, so even if you don't want to pay for a trainer forever, I think it's good for, I mean, it would benefit every single person yeah. to at least work with a trainer at some point. The thing that gets me, the thing that gets me, and this happens a lot, and I'm sure people are listening, like a female, for like, like, a, like, like a mom, like yourself, right? Maybe she's married still and she wants to get into shape and the husband's like, I'll show you how to work out. I know how to work out. And how many people do you see at the gym where 
the husband is taking the wife through the same workout that he does. Yeah. It's like, no, she doesn't need to be bench pressing and freaking doing one arm curls. Like that's not going to transform her body the way she wants it. Exactly. Exactly. And I see a lot of parents were, you know, training their kids too. It's like, okay, but I mean, these are young kids and they may not be ready to do what you're doing or, you know, their goals are different. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I think that everybody should at least, at least invest for a time. Okay. Investment for a time at least. Um, Okay. (laughs) I have to ask you this question, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. I have to. Um, Jessica doesn't like tacos. <laughs> oh my gosh, Peter. That is not even the case. Why? Listen, I like tacos. I really do. And I'm sorry that it hurts your feelings that I don't love them as much as you do. Okay? Who doesn't love tacos? They're just, they're okay, you know, but- Now like, they're not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If I'm gonna go out and eat, go out to spend money at a restaurant. That's just not my go-to. Like it's just not. Okay. But they're, you know, they're great. It's weird. I'm just gonna be honest. It's gonna be weird. Um, I love tacos. Now I don't have them all the time because they're not obviously the most healthy. But like, in some places, like you could get them. And but yeah, Jessica just has a thing where she would probably. That would be one of the last things that she would actually eat at a restaurant or go out of her way to go get at it. And I just think it's funny and I give her a hard time. So <laughs> that's what that is. Um, okay, Jessica, do you have a favorite superhero? This is a light question. Not really. Okay. Um, I did love Wonder Woman growing up. Okay. Have you seen Wonder Woman, the movie? I haven't. Jessica, you would love it. I probably would. I'll yeah, there are, there are like, I don't know, like 50 Amazonian looking, just shredded females in this movie, kicking ass and empowering one another. And it's actually, I mean, like, it's great to look at, but at the same time, you're like, man, good for those girls. Like, and, and, and they're not like a, like a, what's her name? Um, Robin Wright is in it. You know who that is? No. Girl from House of Cards. Mm-mm. She's a girl from, she's Jenny from Forrest Gump. Oh, yes. Okay. Robin mm-hmm. Wright. Mm-hmm. And she's like one of the main, and she's like, she's got to be in her 50s, maybe 60s. Yeah. And to see her like riding a horse, throwing a fucking spear. Wow. And like, she's sh- like, she's shredded. But, and so it's like, yeah, like obviously the younger girls, like, yeah, like they're in their 20s. It's probably a little bit easier for them, but like, to see women and there's the other girl who's like i forget what her name is she's a famous actress too um and she's also got to be like pushing in her 50s and just looks amazing and it's like it's cool to see it it, i mean as a woman i would think like if you liked wonder woman you should watch it but yeah no i've been meaning to thank you for reminding me i just i don't watch a lot of movies maybe maybe not wonder woman too but definitely wonder woman the first one okay um okay Two more questions and then you can leave. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Number one, if you could step into my shoes, okay, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Okay. Um, what motivates you? Oh. What keeps you going? Jessica, um, what motivates you? <laughs> this is great. Okay. Um, well, the first thing I can say, obviously, is my kids. I, you know, I want to be a good example. I want to be a good mom. I want to be fit and energetic. Um, but also, I'm just a fighter, honestly. I just never, I don't like when things, I don't like letting things beat me, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't like being intimidated by things. I don't like settling. I'm just, a, you know, yeah. I don't want to say climber, but I just feel like one, if you're still breathing, you, you, could, you need to keep fighting. You need to keep doing your thing, making your life the best it can be, you know? Yeah, I agree, man. So, yeah, and then I'd love to inspire other people to do the same. I mean, I, you inspire me, and that takes a lot because I'm just like, man, like, okay 
Jessica's still fucking doing it. Okay, like, cool. Like, I got it. Um, it's just cool. Like, I, I like it. Like, cause you know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more active on social media than you are, you know, which it's cause you're, you know, a little bit, like you said, you're a little bit more introverted and totally mm-hmm. get that. But like, I like inspiring people too, but I like, so for, for me, like, I just, I'm putting it out there more, but like, I see you and I'm just like, she's fucking like, it doesn't, it's not an accident that you are at your age, obviously looking amazing. Like it, there's work that you put into it, but what's inspiring is the fact that you are a single mom and you are how old you are and you're still fighting that fight and still like finding that like, okay, like, I don't care. I'm not going to, yeah, I got this going on, but I fucking, I need to look this way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, tell everybody, we'll put it in the show notes, but tell everybody where they can find you uh, on social media and stuff and online. Uh, my Instagram. I'm sorry. I have to look at it because I can't remember. <laughs> what my name that's, that's what happens when you don't put your, your name. You try to put something cute. <laughs> uh, it's uh, body underscore by underscore uh-huh. Jess CPT. Body underscore Jess underscore CPT. Body underscore by underscore by. Yeah. Jess CPT. So there's three yes. underscores. Three Two. underscores. Two. Body underscore by underscore Jess. And then Jess CPTs all together. CPT, yeah, got it. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, dude, um, thank you. Oh, one more question. Who's your favorite comedian? <laughs> Damn it, the sound went out. No, the sound went out. We can't hear it. <laughs> Damn it. She said, okay, she said Peter. She said me, but I could see her lips moving. But you guys, if you're not watching it, you can't see it. Uh, wait, are you there? Now I can hear you. Sorry, you said my name. The last part. Yeah, you said my name. It's okay, but it it, it got quiet. Um, okay, dude, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, follow Jessica on social media. If you're in the Oklahoma City area, look her up. Uh, do you do like virtual training too? Yes, absolutely. You don't even have to okay. be in the area. I got yeah, you. like I mean, that's like that's like a thing now. Virtual training and yeah. like uh, you know all that so if you are anywhere and you want to reach out to jessica reach out to her she could train you if even if you're not near her because it's 2021 now we know how to do all those things now so um thank you guys so much for listening um we will be back next week with another episode of the performa podcast like i said follow jessica and we'll see you guys next time 